This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, check out the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, last week we talked about um, retirement and and some milestones that occur on the journey towards retirement, specifically when it comes to ages. And and most of that podcast talked about age 50, and we ran out of time to really talk about the other milestone age in retirement, which is 65. So today I want to consider this kind of a part two conversation about retirement uh, milestones, specifically talking about some of the things you should be thinking about and be aware of uh, when you approach and when you turn 65. But before we get into that, uh, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Well, I've been great. Thanks for asking, Peter. It's been a great week. I've been a little bit busy, but not too bad. How about you? What's going on over there? Yeah, it's been good. You know, as I chatted with you before, it's been hasn't stopped raining here in New Hampshire for, I don't know, five, six weeks. So um, other than being a bit soggy, things are good. You know, business is good. Uh, family's good. It's summertime doing those those fun family day trips that that you can do because the kids are out of school. And in my case, my wife being a teacher is also out of school. So things have been good. Thanks for asking. So you're getting all the rain back in my home state of Minnesota. It's There's a drought. It's like, yeah, there's no rain and there's forest fires up north. And, uh, you know, it's weird how half the country's under heat and and drought. And then uh, your yep. portion of the country pouring rain. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on, a, on a side note on that, we have family out in Arizona and they just had the wettest monsoon they've had in history. So it's in Arizona, in Arizona, places. Tucson, outside the Tucson area. Yeah. They've wow. had the wettest monsoon. So apparently it's raining on both coasts, but not for you, Tony. No, no, <laughs> not in Minnesota. So, uh, so we, we started this topic, we started a topic last week, and this is basically part two uh, we're talking about retirement and financial steps at important ages. And I think we basically covered uh, ter- what what happens when you turn 50 and what you need to do. And some uh, that's a big milestone. And there's some things that you need to be aware of. And, you know, you covered a lot in that, mm. you know, making sure you play catch up, having enough money for saved up for retirement. These are things you have to look at at 50, uh, getting a lot of plans in place. Uh, but, uh, now I, I know, uh, what do you have for us, uh, today and this week? Uh, what's the age we're going to talk about? Yeah. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, Tony, you know, this, this podcast today, I want to touch upon, let's say five things that I, I want folks to know about their finances when they're going to be turning 65, right? 
Um, 65 for a lot of people in their mind is that age in which retirement really begins. And there's some things that people need to be aware of. So, so that's what I want to touch upon. We're talking about five different topics, um, that are, are pertinent to turning age 65. So, you know, as you approach that age, or if let's say you are 65 and you're just starting to try to figure things out, um, these are some of the, the foremost items that probably should be on your mind and you should be thinking about. Oh, okay. And I'm looking forward to this. I mean, a lot of people probably think they know what turning 65 means and what it's all about, but I'm guessing there may be a few surprises in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think the first surprise and the first critical thing to know about turning 65 is that 65 is not the full Social Security retirement age, right? Pop culture and advertising often makes it seem that retirement magically happens at 65, which also means magically in terms of Social Security that at age 65, you can claim your your benefit. But the truth of the matter is for most people that are entering retirement today, so for most baby boomers who, who are getting to retirement age, the full retirement age, right, the age at which you can claim 100% of your benefit is actually somewhere going to be somewhere between 66 and 67, depending on your birth year. So, you know, it's important to understand 65 doesn't automatically mean you're going to get 100% of your Social Security benefit. Now, keep in mind, you can start taking Social Security as early as age 62, and you can delay it as long as age, uh, you know, up to age 70. You know, if you take it early, your benefit's reduced. If you wait, your benefit rolls up. But again, keep in mind, age 65, that midpoint between those ages, uh, to a certain degree, is not going to be the point where you get 100% of your benefit. Right. And my biggest takeaway from that is if Social Security is on the horizon for you, if you're close to that or maybe just recently filed or you've yet to file, it's a really great idea to meet with somebody like yourself, uh, a financial services professional, so you get that timing just right. Yeah, the timing is critical. And certainly if you know, if you have the ability, we have the ability to kind of time Social Security, you know, you don't have to automatically take the money. You haven't planned it out. There, there are some great ways to figure out how to maximize your Social Security. So we actually in our office uh, have a, a proprietary software that allows us to run what we call a Social Security Max Report. And it'll take your information, your spouse's information, and do the math and say, okay, what is the ideal timeline to take Social Security for your household so you can maximize your benefit over your lifetime? And sometimes we can squeeze out fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 of extra money over someone's lifetime, um, which is every penny you can get extra out of Social Security is, is a penny you don't have to take out of your retirement savings uh, for income. So, you know, uh, making sure you understand how Social Security works, but also how can you maximize it is critically important. Right. And I know you have a Social Security maximization report that you can run for people yep. and uh, for Social Security that uh, based on their personal information will say, hey, based on where you're at, here's the optimum time to file. Here's some filing strategies, some spousal strategies to make sure you're spouse is taken care of. I think it's really important to have that report run. And I know if our listeners set up that complimentary consultation, you'll run that for them at no charge. And I think that's great. Now, Social Security and Medicare are the two things you definitely want to get exactly right when right. it comes to retirement. I mean, those are the those are the pillars of retirement. So why not work with somebody like yourself to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's a great segue to touch upon Medicare, right? Because I think the age 65 part, people, that, that's, that's burned into people's mind. We know, as I talked about, 65 isn't 
key for 100% of Social Security, but age 65 is when you can uh, enroll for Medicare, right? That is the magic number. So if you enroll in Social Security before you turn 65, you're going to automatically be enrolled in Medicare. However, if you turn 65 uh, before you enroll in Social Security, you're going to have to formally enroll in Medicare by yourself. Um, You have uh, essentially a seven-month window to do so. Uh, three months before your 65th birthday, your birthday month, and three months after that. Uh, signing up for Medicare, you do that on the Social Security website. Um, and even if you aren't ready to take Social Security benefits, you still have to use the Social Security website to sign up for Medicare. And this is incredibly important, right? Medicare is the is the essentially government program that gives care to those who are elderly. Now, don't take offense to me saying at 65 you're elderly, but essentially that's the way I remember, right? We care for those who are older. So Medicare is that key program. And for a lot of people, this is where they can transition off of their, let's say if they're still working, their uh, health insurance through their employer, and now they can shift off and either retire or uh, potentially save their, themselves and their employer quite a bit of money by going on to Medicare. So 65 is the key age for that program. Right. Yeah. And that's, so that is, that is one more reason why it's a key age and you have to be paying attention here. Uh, now, does saving for retirement have to end when somebody turns 65? Well, Tony, another thing to be aware of is when you turn 65, you can start using your health savings account or your HSA for more expenses. In fact, an HSA can supply you with a triple tax break, right? So first, your contributions are tax tax deductible or pre-tax if your HSA goes through your employer. Second tax break, the money in your HSA grows tax deferred. And third tax break, you can withdraw your money tax-free for qualified medical expenses. And best of all, when you turn 65, you can begin using your HSA for more expenses than you could prior to that birthday. Now, while you must stop making HSA contributions once you've enrolled in Medicare Part A or Part B, the money in your account can continue to grow and can be used for future medical expenses. So a question I have, does saving for retirement have to end when a person turns 65? Absolutely not, Tony. If you're still plugging away at your job uh, when you're 65, you you like your job and you continue working there, even though uh, it could be on a part-time, freelance, what have you, you can continue to save for retirement. Um, and you can continue generally funding money into, into Roth or traditional IRAs or 401ks at any age as long as you have some sort of job, right? As long as you have some sort of earned income. And if you continue to work between the ages of 65 and 70, let's say, and you put the max amount into an IRA, which is $7,000, and you get a a fairly moderate return of 5% annually, in those 10 years, you can add up another $100,000 to your retirement savings, um, which is pretty cool. And that's, you know, if you're doing it in a Roth or you're doing it in an IRA or through a 401k, you're getting that tax benefit the whole time. So you're working part-time, you're still doing some of the things you want to do in in retirement, and you're still able to save money. That's a that's a pretty powerful um, thing to be able to do. And just because you're 65, again, doesn't mean you have to stop saving uh, for retirement spending down the road. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Now, I think this is a terrific topic, and obviously, everyone knows 65 is a key date when it comes to retirement or retirement planning. Uh, but you've uh, thrown a couple of things out here uh, that people need to be thinking about, like Social Security, uh, maybe they're filing too soon, um, and other things. You know, obviously, HSAs, that's a great one, and I'm glad we talked about that. 
uh, because again, that is a way to save for healthcare in retirement, and healthcare mm. is so expensive, as you've talked about on the show before, Peter. Yeah, I mean, healthcare is gonna, you know, in your early years of retirement, it uh, it may not be that expensive, but as you progress, right? Uh, if you have health issues as we get older, unfortunately, we most of us are gonna have some sort of health issues, and it, you get down the road, it's gonna start eating into your retirement savings or retirement income. So again, like you say, if you have the ability to uh, have an HSA and you've put money in there. Now you have now you have a, a great vehicle to be able to pay and, and for some of those expenses without having to dip into your retirement accounts or um, you know severely impact your overall retirement income. So it's a it's a it's a powerful tool to have if you, if you can have one. Yeah, yeah, I think it is, and I think that's great. And this has been a great discussion. Uh, but we'll wrap it up here. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Tony, anything, if you're going to retire at 65, right, and, and you're not sure, am I going to work part-time? Am I going to take uh, time off? When should I take Social Security? Because up until I heard this podcast, I thought I was going to take it at 65, but now I realize if I take it early, I'm going to get, you know, reduced benefits. I think it makes a lot of sense to sit down with financial service professional and come up with a plan, right? Sit down with them. Um, and talk about what am I going to do for taxation? What am I going to do for Social Security? How am I actually going to create the income that I need and make sure that income is going to last for the the life of uh, myself and my spouse to make sure we can do all the things that we want to do in retirement? And, and if it's and if you're going to continue to work, how are we going to make sure that my retirement accounts um, aren't going to be negatively impacted by me continuing to earn money? Um, and how can we also have a positive impact to my retirement accounts or my overall retirement if I still work part-time, right? It goes both ways. So sitting down with a financial professional and creating some sort of plan is, is going to be key to making sure you hit these milestones, whether it's 50, like we talked about in the last podcast, or 65. When you hit them, you have at least some sort of game plan for what's going on. So if having a plan is important, you know, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.